The following live recording of Swami Vivekananda Saraswati is presented by agamayoga.com. It's interesting that you ask that because the consciousness has no doubt. No, the conscience. Yeah, the voice of the conscience in which way? I mean, you have to describe a a circumstance, because I cannot really attach any clear image with this. The voice of the conscience in which you ask yourself, I'm doing right or I'm not doing right. When your consciousness is clear, you know very well that you are doing right. You'll never see a man like Jesus asking himself, am I doing right or not? He knows he is doing right what he is doing. That is the mind, it's not the conscience. It's not coming from the consciousness, it's just a function of the mind. It's a kind of habit of the mind to feed you with those kind of ideas. Do you think that Krishna had conscience squabbles when he did the Mahabharata thing, the war and everything? He was thinking and saying, maybe I should not encourage the Pandavas because look what is coming up of it. And no. He was perfectly sure from one end to the other that as bitter as it gets and as terrible as this thing gets, still he is on the right side and he is doing the right thing. This incredible certainty is the function of the pure consciousness. That is why as long as we are ruled by the mind, we doubt. But when we become conscious, there is no more doubt. Yeah, but conscience as you call it is in this case just a function of the mind it's like a branch of the mind which is simply nagging you and breaking you down remember Alexander the Great never had any doubt when he went conquering the world because you cannot conquer the world doubting if it's right to conquer it or not first you need to sort out that problem and then boom you just go I'm sorry? In this situation, the way you ask me what you call conscience in this example, because the names about the mind are always fluffy, the mind is a very fluffy field. In this way, what you call me, this thing which you call conscience, is actually a voice of the mind, it is a function of the mind, which keeps pondering. You know, there are people who are critical, classical, incapable to take decisions. You know, they would ponder forever if to do this and this. And then there comes a, no, a rude, simple-minded one who says, why do we talk so much? Boom! And he does it. And everybody says, wow. The others have been thinking too much. It's like, why think too much? Just go and do it. The worst thing which can happen is that you do the wrong thing. But somebody says, the person who does things can do many mistakes, but he will not do the biggest of them all, which is not to do anything. It means it's better to do things than to do them wrong, than not to do anything and just to keep thinking I should do or I shouldn't do, you know? This doesn't serve anything. Do. Yeah, through your conscience, like for example it comes like a moral conscience, that means I want to conquer the world and then my voice says yes but you think that this is just a trip of your ego and how many people will suffer and will get killed just because of your trip so it's my conscience who brings me the voice of God and tells me you shouldn't do this this is correct but then I didn't take the decision 
but once I have sorted out this kind of things, I'm saying, okay, now my clear consciousness is there. There is no obstacle. I'm thinking about doing this, and everything seems to be green light. I mean, I don't see any obstacle to it. I'm going to do it. And when I said this, the doubt has no more place. I'm based in my consciousness, which is kind of at peace with conscience, as you call it. But sometimes, in the people's doubts, there is not conscience. There is simply doubt. It, doubt is not always coming from conscious, from conscientiousness, or what you would call it. It is coming simply from weakness of mind and from wobbleness of the mind. That means they simply are incapable to take a decision. And they find all kinds of things to play back gammon with their mind. Is it or isn't it? Is it or should I or shouldn't I? Sometimes this should be a very short stage. And as soon as you feel clear about it, boom. You know, Alexander the Great was the same. Remember, it's the famous metaphor of the Gordian knot. When he went in Smyrna or some place in small Asia, he found out an old temple of the Persians or whatever, and those guys, they had a huge knot, a knot like the size of a football, which was just a rope knotted in a million ways. It was the most complicated knot that history knows of. And uh, this, this knot was held in the sanctum, sanctorum, in the altar of this temple, and the priests had the superstition, we said that the man who will be able to untie that knot will run the world. And I hope you guess what Alexander did. He just took out his sword and cut it with the sword. I mean, it's, you know, there's no need to, it was kind of, uh, why sit and split the knot like this? He just cut it with the sword. That's the famous solution of the Gordian knot. But Alexander was a man who was having, you know, he never hesitated on things. Later, when he got corrupted and powerful and lazy and so on, then he started wobbling and he became a wimp. But as long as he was young and strong, he just had a very clear thing. This was a live recording of Swami Vivekananda Saraswati. For more information, visit us on agamayoga.com or go directly to agamayoga.com slash download.